0: Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours, and love your nails more than ever. I would know; I've been doing it for years. Get twenty percent off your first Manny System with code Perfect Manny Twenty at AlvinJune.com/slash Perfect Manny Twenty. That's Perfect Manny Twenty at AlvinJune.com/slash Perfect Twenty. This is a lip media podcast. Oh hello chickens uh, today we are getting your reactions to the tenth planet uh, which is the William Hartnell episode we watched oh, it's weeks ago now um, <laughs> with the Cyberman in the snow you know the one. Chickens. Uh, So how did we all feel about the 10th planet? Uh, William Hartnell stumbling about for some of the episodes. (laughs) Um, Nairie, bless her, was looking at my uh, dollies on the internet and uh, I was, because I put like my first Doctor dolly and uh, Cybermen and she's like, do you have all the dollies? I'm like, no, not all of them. And now she said she wants a a vlog of me playing with my dollies, which I pointed out would be mostly dust and sneezing, uh, to which she said, no, I definitely want that vlog. You can cough like Brian Blessed and do cyber voices, <laughs> which I loved, by the way. You are utterly adorable. Oh, you're adorable, Nairi. Thank you. <laughs> you are adorable. Oh, my God. Imagine getting into a relationship with a cyberman." What awful Um, Ken Moss from the Exton Moss podcast uh, said um, about the 10th planet it wouldn't really be any different if they hadn't landed, the wire cutters are the sole contribution and Barclay would have found some other minion to do it if Ben wasn't there, that is true I mean the Doctor's unconscious for a lot of it (laughs) Um, he also says, the Doctor performs the first on-screen portrayal of a Doctor Who fan, casually telling everyone he knows what's going to happen in future episodes, but refusing to reveal where he got the information from. <laughs> and then watching from a distance as everyone squabbles about it. <laughs> that is um, that is very Doctor Who fan-like behaviour. Uh, so... This episode we have um, my deranged friend Peter. Um, he's not actually deranged. Uh, well, maybe uh, he's been. Look, he lives alone and he's in Melbourne, where no one's allowed to leave the house uh, for more than seven minutes or whatever it is, and you can't go outside after eight o'clock at night. So he's s- slowly going insane, uh, and he has texted me while watching the Tenth Planet. Now this will need some heavy editing uh, on the fly because. <laughs> He says some revolting things. Um, Episode one of the 10th planet, he says, uh, the Phallus have launched... Oh, yeah, the little spaceship. (laughs) I know it's wrong, but I find the base commander sort of hot. What? Cutler? Oh, my God. Ooh, I love saucy pinups. I guess this is set in the 80s. (laughs) Ben and Polly. He's excited. I love Hartnell. He's so great. Um... With these accents and stereotypes, it's like watching Mind Your Language. Oh my God, Mind Your Language. Oh, That was my favourite show when I was a little kid. It is horrifically racist and the poor teacher gets sexually harassed by the principal frequently. Um, she's a middle-aged woman who is clearly <laughs> needs some love. Um, oh my God. Uh, Peter says it's a, it's a shame Hartnell is hardly in this story I'd forgotten how little he's in it I know it's a bit sad Why don't you speak up? I'm deaf Shady Hartnell is brilliant <laughs> It's very funny That's one of my favourite moments uh, Space drain pipe I mean periscope is wonderful <laughs> Oh Mr Brown uh, <laughs> I think the Italian man was speaking again Oh Mr Brown was what the principal Mind Your Language used to say, it's a terrible show. Uh, I often talk about it with um, my mate Dilruk Jasinger because <laughs> apparently it was a big hit in Sri Lanka when he was younger. So we talk a lot about <laughs> the craziness of Mind Your Language and how something like that was on TV for so long. Like, seriously, it was it was an English language class. It was a sitcom set in an English language class. And every single member of the class was an outrageous stereotype. <laughs> And the Pakistani and the Indian used to have fights all the time. Oh, my God. There was, like, a Chinese girl who had, like, the Mao's little red book. And she used to just stand up and scream about communism for no good reason. It was a very strange... And, like, there was was a sexy French woman and a sexy Swedish woman. (laughs) It was very terrible. Um, how did we get on to mind your language? Peter, what have you done to me? Uh, <laughs> so uh, then uh, they're having an emergency splashdown, and he says, I've had an emergency splashdown before. Nasty. I'll oh, calm down. Uh, space acting, bless them. Yes, the space acting was great. Very slow. Uh, I love the doctor's magic act. Now, please take that piece of paper out of your pocket. Was that your card? <laughs> uh, the model work is so much fun. The model work was really good in this episode. Uh, yay, Cybermen! Please kill the dreadful American accent man. <laughs> yeah, he does. Calm down, uh, Cyber bitch slap. <laughs> why does the Cyberman dress up as his mate while his mates hide behind the TARDIS? I love it, and it's camp. But why do they do it? <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love the letter flashing through the credits too. Oh yes, the um, yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. The sockhead Cybermen rock. My second favorite. Oh, they're all getting dressed up. They love getting about in a new outfit, don't they? (laughs) Oh, international television news is my go-to for all my news. I love the stilted delivery and flat dull tone. Um, The cyber voices are great, aren't they? (laughs) The cybermen are really cold, logical and emotionless. They're brilliant. These cybermen may like drag, but they can't lip sync to save their lives. Oh, yeah, because they just open their mouths and then the voices come out. Peter watches a lot of Drag Race, by the way, if you're wondering where this is all coming from. Oh, that Cyberman is dead butch, bending that gun and everything. (laughs) Why is Ben so down on the projection room? They could have locked him in the loo. He should count his blessings. (laughs) Some of the microphones in the snow base look very suspect. Oh, eggplant emoji. Oh, dear. Oh, I've got to say it like the circle. Eggplant emoji! Um, Oh, Cybermen are pushy. Come live with us on Mondas. And all on the first date. (laughs) Cyber lesbians Oh my god And we're back to Bunnings It's all adding up A sound theory <laughs> Lesbianism and drag queens Are the cyber future Oh poor Cutler The writing's really good Cutler is so good And a dreamboat to boot. Why Peter is in love with Cutler I have no idea This is It's the kind of man he likes Um Uh Oh I was hoping Cutler's son Would be a hottie too Spoiler I don't think much of yours <laughs> So when Peter and I <laughs> Whenever we would go somewhere. He we would if we saw two men standing together, he would Say to me, I don't think much of yours. Meaning we were going to hook up with these people, supposedly, and mine was the ugly one. Uh, (laughs) It's what became one of our running jokes when we were on holidays on the Gold Coast. Which we went to a lot, like idiots. Um, (laughs) uh, Imagine having a bed right under that huge air vent. Oh dear, yeah. (laughs) Is Cutler the villain now? The Zeta bomb sounds like Brexit. (laughs) It's going to irradiate half of the Earth. May turn Mondes into a sun, but it's the best choice. (laughs) Uh, Why weren't they already on red alert? So not only is the bed directly under the air vent, but the vent goes straight to the rocket room. <laughs> nice architecture. Uh, I enjoy the model work, but where did the first Man ship go? Oh yeah, I've <laughs> only got one of the one. Um, oh, Cutler is the villain. No one man handles Ben but me. Oh my God, he's in love with everyone in this episode. Cutler's son is a whiny little snot. When are you bringing me down? <laughs> he volunteered for this mission. Oh, uh, and he's finally watching the animated episode four. Cutler is terrifying. He's so good. All round, fantastic story. Oh, he's he's completely caught up in it. He's got to the end. Loved Hartnell and a treat to see Polly and Ben and the Cybermen are creepy and frightening, all while we're only wearing socks on their heads. Um, <laughs> and I said, you didn't even text during episode four. You got so sucked in. He's like, well, to be fair, not much happens. <laughs> I love Dyson's cowardice and reluctance to do anything. He was like a petulant teenager. Oh, the questionable handling of radioactive rods, which you can get through a hole in the wall. Oh, dear. Uh, (laughs) He loved how the Cybermen dissolved. And his sheer disgust at how whiny Cutler survived. Oh, thank you so much, Peter, for texting me during The the Tenth Planet. Uh, all right. Next episode, your thoughts and your theories about Twice Upon a Time, which is the sequel to The Tenth Planet, even though it happened over 50 years later. It's Doctor Who, it's Wibbly Wobbly and Timey Wimey. All right, I'll see you during the next episode uh, with all of your thoughts and theories on the Capaldi-David Bradley regeneration. A lot happens, all right? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.